No country has ever prospered that failed to put its own interests first. We will no longer surrender this country or its people to the false song of globalism. New Right Network presents Right Now, the featured podcast of New Right Network. Mobilizing, countering the left, energizing the right. New Right Network, home of the New Right Movement. The New Right Network, and I think you guys will all remember, and not remember, but know, our uh, guest, he's returning, she is CJ of the lovely, talented, and seemingly everywhere deplorable choir. Welcome back to the show there, uh, CJ. Hi, thanks for having me. So, CJ, um, I guess everyone out there, they see they see on social media, and they see everybody, they see all the great songs. Uh, what's, what's new with the deplorable choir, and what are we got coming up, and what can people look forward to? You know, what's new with the Deportable Choir is we're booking our tour right now, and we're actually, now when I say this, people are going to be like, this is ridiculous, y'all are goofy moms that sing songs about Trump on the internet, why would you make an album? But we're actually making an album right now with a hit, like a hit Nashville songwriter who does not want to be named, but... Um, uh, so we're going to have actually like really good songs on it. But the reason we decided to make an album was because we're trying to send messages to the country music industry that we know there's a lot more closet conservatives in that. If you, if we're successful, it's going to send a message to them that they can come out of the closet and, you know, boast their support for whatever it is they want. Um, instead of taking like their second amendment post downs off Instagram because they're afraid they're going to be blacklisted from the town. We're wanting to send a message that they'll have a, the, the world, a world of support if they, uh, you know, if they're not shy with what they believe. So that Which is amazing. To, it was amazing to me, CJ. And I know you spent time out in Nashville and it, it's crazy that you have these millions and millions of country music fans that support these artists and these executives and these brands pouring all this money into it and these i don't know i mean it seems like they're just going totally liberal in nashville nowadays totally well they are it's like you go to nashville and there's shirts and it says the new la and that's exactly what it is people have packed their bags up from california they've moved out to nashville they've completely changed the political landscape of that town and it was deliberate um and i I've told you all of you this before but in 2003 after the dixie chicks and their big bush fiasco uh 18 Democrats moved to Music Row with the goal of changing the political landscape. And now people who, um, you know, once felt they could boast their conservative views and sing about their conservative stuff in songs feel like they have to be silent now, which is pretty sad to me. That's super sad. You know, I think it used to be the other way around. I remember a song that said L.A. is like Nashville with a tan. So I guess yeah. they're all moving out there and they're they're ruining it. And um uh, I think you know, it can only go so far, though, because I think people will have a knee-jerk reaction and stop buying the products. Well, yeah, and the thing is, is they pander to a conservative audience, but the conservatives don't even realize that all the people singing to them, not all, I don't want to say all, but a lot of them are so liberal. They're so liberal, they don't approve of, you know, our conservative lifestyles, they think we're the devil, but, um, and they're pandering to them, which is the unbelievable thing, you know, and you know conservatives it's like we we understand that everybody should have a voice like if you're liberal you should be able to have your views but my goodness you're going to you're coming from a town 
that literally sings to conservatives. The conservatives deserve to have a voice too, you know? A hundred percent. I agree with you. Um, I think it's deliberate because they know that country music does, you know, drive a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of conservatives listen to country music, you know, and they, they can get their little messages into country music and they can try to chip away at that monolith of conservatism. I believe that. Would you agree yeah. with that? I, you know what? I kind of, in, in, I'm in Vegas and it was a little loud. There was a big group that drove. No, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. What I think is that country music is a huge uh, influencer on conservatives in America. And so I think it is deliberate because I think they think if they can get their message in it, then they can kind of chip away at that little by little. Oh yeah, that's exactly why they work so hard. We'll take take our producer and take the songwriter that's working with us. Cannot say who they are because they know they will they'll be blacklisted from the town. And In Nashville, Tennessee, they'll be blacklisted. Crazy. Nashville, Tennessee, they will be blacklisted. Um, I actually had when we were doing our deplorables tour, uh, we were trying to get a, a um, a country music publicist to help spread the, the tour dates and stuff and help us with radio at radio and the most conservative publicist I know who used to post pro Trump stuff all over his social media was like I literally had to take all my Trump posts down because I was getting like you know uninvited to events I was people weren't weren't taking my artists for interviews like they literally like knew he supported Trump and they they were trying to ruin his business, so now he won't. He would not represent us um, because because we are pro Trump, and even though he is, but that's what actually. Even though we're stay at home moms, and even though we're goofy, that's what makes me like. It's like it used to be funny and goofy. It's still funny and goofy for me, but that's what made me go. You know what? I'm going to be a little more serious with this because I want to send a message. Hey, look at all the people who support us because it just takes a few of them to stand together and say, hey. We're gonna we're gonna be conservative. We're gonna support Trump if we want, and um, and and people will start like no knowing they can get. I agree with you. I think that you're 100 percent right that a lot of these people buying these albums and going to these concerts would be definitely spending their money in other places had they known the way these artists really are and really think and probably really talk about them behind their backs. Yep, absolutely. You take your money elsewhere. Money talks, baby. We're gonna send a message to Nashville. That's, that's right. Everyone needs to go to the Deplorable Choir concert. Uh, you'll be selling out, uh, you know, major arenas here pretty soon. Texas Stadium, here you come, right? Yeah, I know. And if you ask the trolls, we're like all off key in our living room. But, um, you know, you know it's for a cause, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, don't, I wouldn't worry too much about those trolls. I think that you ladies are doing a great job. And everybody that seems to support you guys it seems to be 110% behind it. Yeah. So I guess, you know, also you being from Texas, I think kind of just kind of switching gears here, you know, the Democrats major dream, I can't even, I don't even know how the words to emphasize this enough is to try to te flip Texas blue. Oh. That is their miracle dream. Yep. Is it going to happen in 2020? Oh my goodness. I hope not. I'm here at this freedom conference and there's actually like so many like there's so many like grassroots organizations that are trying to like empower like small communities to um, You know, I feel like people don't realize it's like on the local levels and the, like the lower people on the ballots that they're being so successful in Texas flipping, flipping blue because people aren't paying attention. We all are like looking at Trump, but you have to look at the candidates, the local candidates 
and keep them red and have the people turn out to vote to keep it red. And I feel like people sometimes forget that, but I know there's like a ton of organizations that are really working hard to empower people in every community uh, to get out there and not just support Trump, but on these local levels, the judges. I agree, vote local. That's, that's not emphasized enough. You're totally right about that. Vote local. Yeah, Especially, local. My goodness. Uh, so yeah, I guess, uh, what do you think about what's also in the news right now? about Trump and his air quote racist tweets as CNN loves to call them. I think that's such a joke. What do you think? Well, I mean, it's really obvious that, you know, the definition of racism is dividing people by their identity. And that's exactly what CNN, the liberal media, the four freshman congressmen, the entire Democratic Party, that's exactly what they do all the time. And they try to project the very thing they are on conservatives, on Trump, but it's them who is racist. No, it's 100%. I said this forever, that Democrats are all super racist, and that's why they're all so super obsessed with it. It's like if you're in a relationship with somebody and they accuse you of cheating all the time. I wonder who's really cheating here, you know? I think that's exactly what the racism thing is. And people are waking up to it. People are realizing that that's exactly what they're doing. And I don't think majority of the country is going to buy it at the election. I think you're really turning off some... Um, you know, just like at the debates, the Democratic debates, there was like so many people on Twitter that was like, hmm, thought I was a Democrat. Maybe I'm not because they are taking like the Democratic Party are taking their cues from Twitter, which is extremely radical. But the rest of the country is not on Twitter and they're turning the rest of the country off, which I couldn't be prouder of them. I'm like, I'm like, I feel like I'm the squad's biggest cheerleader. I'm like, keep opening your mouth. Keep doing what you're doing because you're just going to drive this Trump train. Did I lose No, you? I 100% – no, they are. They are driving the Trump train. Like you said, I love it. Operation Keep Talking is in full effect, and that's what is going – honestly, it's a civil war in the Democratic Party. And I think it's funny when you see Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and these people trying to rein these people in. These are revolutionaries. They are not going to be reined in. This is going to be crazy. You're, you killed your own party. It's too late. What do you think? Yeah, you know what? I wish, I mean, I wish. I don't really care what they do, but it's so funny that like Nancy and Chuck and stuff don't see how successful Trump is and um, just take the same, like take a page from his book, take a stance and stand up to these people, but instead they bow down. It, it's, it's, I don't know. They are a machine though. They are, they have, they have rounded up the entire Democratic Party behind their nine percent approval rating and um it's amazing how just like a you know a, someone that's not afraid to speak out can do that i just you know but i think that a lot of people don't realize how much militancy there really is in the democratic base yeah. I think there's a lot more than people the average you know the average nine to five or family or housewife kind of american i think that they don't realize just how much insanity really is happening it, but they'll start seeing it closer and closer to the election. Like I said, they're going off Twitter right now. And when you, when you, when you project that all, and I mean, they just got the glimpse of it at the debates, but when they when that message starts resonating with America, they're going to all go, huh, this is not the party that I was associated with. Well, I, I, I agree. I think that specifically the old guard, it's funny, you know, and that's embodied in Joe Biden. He can't apologize enough for his 50 years. So my thing is, Joe, are you really that ashamed of everything you've done for the last 50 years? How are the next eight going to be different if you were president? Or four, I guess. 
what's so funny about them and they're just never gonna learn and joe's never gonna learn but if he like literally stopped apologizing he'd probably do pretty well but they just keep bowing down the number one thing i learned from trump never apologize to a liberal if you give up an inch they'll take a mile double down go all in exactly you nailed it you it's 100 true <laughs> I said this many times. It's like being in an argument. Like if you're ever like in an argument with somebody and you say I'm sorry, and so they get onto you worse. That's the way liberals are. But they're never Terrible. gonna we're gonna keep doing it, and we're gonna keep cheering them on. So they keep apologizing, keep doing it. You know, we're winning. So that's all I care about. <laughs> Am I driving you nuts? How I keep going like this? It's because I can't hear anything. <laughs> No, what you're doing is making me jealous to wish I was in Las Vegas right now hanging out, but I'm not. So but that's all right. Vegas is a great town. So what's going on in Vegas, this Freedom Conference you're at? I mean, if people don't know. It's actually like a libertarian fest, festival, so there's not a ton of Trump supporters here. But um, So there's not a lot of rules. There's Just what? Joke. <laughs> it's libertarian, so there's not a lot of rules, huh? Oh, right. I mean, you're, it's an interesting crowd, that's for sure. Um, when you watch everybody walk around and I've had, you know, it's funny because I always wear my Trump hat. I got it right here. I've been wearing it like around everywhere. And I've actually, I hardly ever get like mean comments, but actually at the Libertarian Fest, I've had some people like, you're a Trump supporter. I'm like, oh, goodness. <laughs> Libertarians love to argue. They're like, oh, I'm a... I'm a arco libertarian, whatever, and all this. It's ridiculous. It's like who gives a rat's ass? I know. Hold I don't even follow them. I'm like, listen, I'm for freedom. That's why I'm at the Freedom Fest. I feel like I've <laughs> been silent. Actually, that's not what I why I'm here. But I'm like, I feel like conservatives been silenced. Can we not agree that we all need a voice? <laughs> it's insane, but. Right, it is, it is funny that people from Freedom Fest would actually want to make comments about somebody wearing a MAGA hat. That's pretty, that's really, you know, freedom, loving, you know? Yeah, I can't wrap my brain around it. I'm like, you're really actually fighting the same battle that Trump is, right? Like, we don't, I mean, but, you know, I, like I said, I can't wrap my brain around their logic, so... It is. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, I just I'm glad that you stopped by and said hi to us. We're always happy to hear from you and the other. Tell the other ladies we said hello. If that people are looking for you on social media, where would they find you? Oh yeah, we're Deplorable Choir on um, Instagram, Twitter, Deplorable Choir on YouTube, Facebook, The Deplorable Choir, and then our website is thedeplorablechoir.com. And um, as always, um, you can always find us at www.newrightnetwork.com and on all social media. That is Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at New Right Network. One word, New Right Network. Thanks, everybody, and see you next time. Thank you. Uh You've been listening to New Right Network, mobilizing, countering, energizing, online at newrightnetwork.com.